All right, episode 11 of the Talcast featuring Coach Andy, Coach Jesse, and myself, Coach Marcus. Jumping into talking a little bit about this year's Open, um, mindset around the Open, our history with the Open, and just some of the changes that you might see this year. Um, this is Jesse's first podcast, so I'm going to let him introduce himself here in a second. Um, but Jesse's been doing some nutrition coaching with us. He's working with a couple clients right now. Uh, just on improving habits and trying to set sustainable changes to improve the relationship with food. Uh, so, Jesse, um, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color? <laughs> just start right at the basics. So, okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm from Shoreview, so really close by. Uh, I've been here for like 14 years now um, after the move from uh, Europe. So, since then. 14 Wait, what? Yeah, Jesse grew up in... Did I just drop, like... <laughs> drop yeah. <a> bomb. <laughs> By the way, uh, yeah, so I actually, I lived in Holland for oh. uh, 10 years, and then basically since then, I've been in the Shoreview area, so, yeah, small little fun fact to Makes start sense. the day. Like I yeah. didn't know that. You ain't Dutch, you ain't much. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so from the area, you went to high school at Mount View. Yep. Right. Went to school at Bethel for a little bit. And right across the lake, yep. Yep. And went to Stout for a little while, too, right? Yeah, that was uh, an interesting time. <laughs> <laughs> we won't cover that on this podcast. <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> Episode 12. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, and so when did you get originally kind of into um, – well, you did some work. You played sports right yep. in high school and did some work now then. But when did you actually get into more so CrossFit? Yeah, so uh, – I was always playing around with different ways of working out, uh, whether that was like a, just like a body weight routine of squats, pull-ups, and you know intervals on a treadmill to I actually did uh, some boxing for a while. I taught at Title Boxing. I wore the little Britney Spears mic and danced around with boxing what? mitts. <laughs> <laughs> Learning uh, so much about Jesse Hill right now. <laughs> the Dutch, the uh, Dutch boxer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, there was just like a bunch of random little – things that I kept trying out because I would get bored with one way of working out and I wanted to try something new. And then uh, Ben, uh, for those of you who don't know him, he's a member here. Red, uh, red hair. Right? Red hair. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to identify him. Um, <laughs> he was moving back into the area and him and I talked about signing up at a gym somewhere. And we found a group on for Allegiance Fitness. And uh, yeah, so I walked in and it was a month of CrossFit. Uh, and there's this big power lifter who owned Allegiance at the desk, and he was like, hey, have you uh, ever done an Olympic lift? And I, at that point, had never touched a barbell. Uh, well, I benched. <laughs> Classic guy in, in middle school and high school. Um, and so Ben and I uh, went to Allegiance for a while, and that's actually how I met Marcus because he was coaching the revolution classes there, uh, super similar to the hit fit here at Tal. And, uh, you know, actually, we loved it, and it was just a lot of um, variety, and we were being challenged in a lot of different ways, and we had a lot of fun with Marcus as a coach, which is actually why we were like, should we really switch over to CrossFit? Because <laughs> we were just having fun hanging out with Marcus and uh, learning new things, and then eventually we jumped in into CrossFit at Allegiance, and yeah, that kind of got the ball rolling. And so that was... Four years ago? Three? Yeah, 2016, 2015, somewhere around there. 
think it was probably 2015. Yeah. After, or you were still in school, weren't you? Yeah, 2015, because 2016 was the yep. first open. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. So 2015, you jumped into CrossFit, gained like 30 pounds of muscle, <laughs> became, <laughs> became the beast that you are today. <laughs> that's actually, yeah, that's a funny point because when we started, I weighed 155 pounds. Oh my gosh. So, the slight Do you have change. a like before pictures? Uh, I or like somewhere. college pictures? You posted one. You have one on your Instagram from like a couple of years ago after the first Blizzard Bowl. Because we yeah. competed. Because you competed on a team, right? Mm-hmm. Were, were you guys scaled at RX? No, that was the first RX competition. Yeah. That Blizzard Bowl with Taylor. And, and at uh, that Alex. point, you had probably put on most of the weight. That you had gained. I mean, you you still have gained since then, but yeah, just going <laughs> going up. <laughs> this is healthy weight, by the way, you guys. This, is, <laughs> this, this isn't, isn't this isn't chub. This is <laughs> pretty pretty solid muscle. So, uh. and uh, more recently, um, you're training for a half Ironman right now. Yeah, that's been oh my god. I even had a dream about this last night. <laughs> it's literally it's taken over. Uh, I mean, it's just such a different way of training than CrossFit. And, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess I'll tell you what the dream was. I Is it appropriate? <laughs> yeah, it's totally okay, appropriate. Okay, as long as so, it's appropriate. <laughs> uh, I walk up to the lake, and I see, like, the swim course. And I was like, oh, it looked like in the dream, by the way, that was, like, 50 yards out and back. But really, it's, like, a 1.2-mile swim or something like that. I was like, oh, that's not bad at all. And, and then people were, like, they, like, did the start signal, and people were using paddle boards. <laughs> <laughs> they were like paddleboarding this this swim loop, and people were like walking on the bottom of the lake. And then when we got out of the water after finally t- um, finishing the swim, everybody had their bikes lined up, and I didn't have my bike lined up, so Uh-oh. I was running all around and like, no, I have to bike and run so far, I can't waste this energy. Um, so yeah, that was my nightmare about the Ironman. <laughs> that was my nightmare. Well, the swim sounds pretty like. <laughs> you know, that would be a good way to go with a swim and just paddleboard. Right. Yeah. Or walk Or walk bottom. it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't think that's a lot. <laughs> um, that's coming up in May. Yeah. And down in Chag- Chattanooga. Chattanooga, Tennessee. With, with Ben, actually. Yep. The yeah. redhead. The redhead. Yeah. Yeah, him and I tend to jump into random things like that. It's yeah. It's good to have a friend like that around. You okay, know? so recap. Dutch, <laughs> boxing instructor. <laughs> transferred schools yeah. gotten across it gained a bunch of weight uh now mm-hmm. doing iron man and throwing some yoga in there too that's it perfect and still okay. doing crossfit so that's jesse um and oh i meant to touch on this um <coughs> you've been kind of pursuing stuff with wag right mm-hmm. too and now you're a, a coach or a part-time coach for wag as well right yep so can you um, describe what wag is yeah, for, for those sure. who don't know what way it's not about is. dogs, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so, working against gravity is a nutrition coaching company, um, and they're really established in the CrossFit community. Uh, so, it was a pretty cool opportunity that came up pretty recently. Uh, this nutrition stuff has kind of just been random doors opening one after another, and just saying yes and working with people and seeing where it's where it's led so it's been super cool to see that and uh working against gravity you start off as a a part-time coach and then you know after a period of trials um then you move into a full-time role so (coughs) again that's a really new establishment but see what happens and i'm excited and something you've been pursuing for a while too so yeah it's been uh persistence yeah yeah so pretty cool that that's 
kind of come to fruition too. Um, and if you guys are interested at all, Jesse and Andy are both uh, nutrition coaches with us as well. So you can check out online on the website. There's a link for uh, nutrition coaching. Feel free to set up a meeting with those guys. Okay, so let's talk about the Open. Um, this year's changes, there are two Opens this year. The first one coming up in just a couple weeks, starting on the 21st of February, carrying our way through um, five weeks after that, but towards the end of March. For those that don't know what the Open is, it used to be and kind of still is the beginning of the CrossFit season um, where it's basically like everybody gets to participate in kind of like this spring training thing. Um, the format used to be the top people from the Open went on to regionals, the top people from regionals went out of the games. Now the season's kind of shifted. So rather than starting in February and ending in August, this will be the last year that that's going to happen. Next year it'll actually start in October of 2019. So six, seven, seven months from now. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> eight. Yeah. <laughs> so October of this it's year. It's in a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> so not that far away. October will start the 2020 season um, with the game still being in August. But rather than being the open, then regionals and the games, now competitions like the Granite Games that's hosted here in Minnesota, along with Wadapalooza and about 16 other events worldwide are now these qualifiers and kind of take the place of regionals. So it's a little bit different season. The Open still counts. Um, the purpose of the Open for about 99.9% .9 of the population is very, very similar. Um, just a chance to participate and um, compete within the community and have a great time. We have a great time with Friday Night Lights. Um, that's coming up. But for the top 0.1 to, you know, however many, <laughs> the very small group of people that are the fittest in the world, the season has shifted quite a bit. So um, talking with Andy and Jesse today just about uh, how the changes have kind of impacted their mindset going into it. Um, Andy placed top 50 in the region last year. Um, Jesse has climbed up every year, and um, he and I have kind of had a little bit of back and forth as far as, like, how – much we want to invest in the open and how good of a time it is while also trying to keep it in the right perspective. So uh, we brought these two in just to talk about uh, just overall the open and hopefully some strategies for you guys on how to approach the right way. So that's our introduction. Andy, let's start with you because Jesse already talked. What number open is this for you? I think this is number five because I think my first, I'm pretty sure my first open was 2014. So would that be 14, 15, 16, mm -hmm. 17, 18? Oh, this is six. I can't Dang. fathom that it's 2019. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to figure uh, it out. Yeah. No, 2014 was the first year. I think I was like three months into CrossFit. I started yeah. in December, and people were like, hey, do this open. And I was like, I have no idea what this is. I hope double unders don't show up in the first <laughs> workout. And they showed up. And they did. <laughs> so. That was, uh, that was um, deadlift, box jump was I one of the workouts. I think so. Was it yeah. snatches and dubs? Yeah, deadlifts and box jumps. Yep. It was the first workout was power snatches and double unders. Yes, and that was, I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is the best. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I remember, because people are like, you know, you explain what the open is yep. to someone, and they're like, you should do it. And I was like, okay, well, I don't really have double unders, but hopefully I have a few more weeks to, you know, like work <laughs> on them. Maybe they won't come up. And then the first workout, and I was like, 
okay. Here they are. <laughs> so, yes, year number six for me. Rip you, off the Band-Aid. Yeah. Did you watch the announcement, too, and just when dubs came up, you were just like... When that was, like, you know, at that time, like, being two or three months into CrossFit, like, and not really understanding the Open, or, like... Again, we're going to talk about mindset, but I think that was probably the healthiest mindset I've had uh, in my years of CrossFit, just because being... (laughs) Ignorance. (laughs) Right. It was bliss, but just like, uh, you know, going, well, shoot, like, I remember, um, because the gym that I was at also did a Friday Night Lights event, and I was going to do the Friday Night Lights events, but because Double Unders showed up I was embarrassed <laughs> so I did class or like they did similar how we do it here but they did the open workouts on Sundays in their classes so I just went on Sunday did single doubles um scored okay or like I was still really proud of the score but uh yeah and then from there it was the uh, the the rest is history yeah. and I was hooked yeah. so well I think that either the week after that or the week following was ascending deadlifts and box it was yeah that was week three which actually was also that open under realizing that hey i could be be pretty good in this because i did pretty well in that workout for being very new new to crossfit yeah yep jesse yeah uh this is open number four so Yeah. yeah it's weird it's uh do you remember your first open workout um because I'm, I'm trying to think of what year 16 one whatever that was was that the overhead lunge chest yeah yeah overhead it was lunge, chest mm-hmm. bar. oh my gosh yeah it was wow. like a 20 was it 20 minute amrap it was long it was a yeah. long amrap 18 yeah. minutes yeah something dumb. burpees chest bar yep lots of lunges yep yeah yeah yeah, 20 minutes, that's a long time. That was a monster workout. Fun fact, I did that in Flagstaff, Arizona, which is like, I don't know, we'll call it 7,000 feet above sea level because yeah, it sounds high. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did that two days later at sea level in Orange County, California. Wow. What were the differences? I improved. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could breathe. <laughs> it's way better. <laughs> okay, so 2016, so this is your fourth. Coming up. Yep, it'll be the fourth one. Sweet. This um, is number five for you, four or five. I I dabbled. <laughs> I knew what the open was in 2014. Sure. And I did. I think, and the reason why I remember that is because I think I did the deadlift, box jump one, and the snatches, mm-hmm. doves one. And I'm like, I could like, w- look out, Rich Froney. <laughs> here I come. Next um, cross. I games. don't think I did the other three <laughs> workouts because they look too hard. Right. <laughs> Um, so officially, I think the next, the following year, 2015, mm. I think was my first one where I actually did, I didn't cherry pick the open. Right. You did all the workouts. Yeah. yeah. I remember that picture you put up after the ring muscle ups of your hand. Yes. That was 2015, right? Yep. That was right. That was 2015 where ring muscle ups came up and I had gotten them a couple times, but I think it was seven to start the workout. Cool. And I think I got three of seven in... 10 minutes or however long that workout was yeah and destroyed my hands like rubbed them raw (laughs) it's awesome someone told me that the rings were never the same yeah (laughs) they're like they're just stained (laughs) after marcus got on them (laughs) uh yeah so anyways 
worked on muscle ups after that. <laughs> okay, um, we kind of talked a little bit about this, but favorite, least favorite. We I think we kind of talked about a little bit of like what your favorite. Um, well, we can touch on it again, but any any most memorable besides your first open? Any like most memorable, either favorite or least favorite workouts that have come up that just kind of stick out to you in your mind? I've got a few. Uh, I mean, every year there's always one. Yeah. Um, but the year what was 2017? Um, the first workout, dumbbell snatches. Yeah. <laughs> Bar, bar box burpee box jump overs yeah um you and i did that workout yep. like and together yeah <laughs> poor ryan nickel <laughs> um and like i paced it so bad and like that was probably the i mean i was getting already like into the open and that year there were a lot of things on the line for me um and so that workout was just kind of like left after finishing that workout marcus beat me <laughs> And uh, that that night, uh, I cried in my car for like an hour. Um, Hopefully not just because being I honest. beat you. Well, no, no, <laughs> just no, because I knew that I could do better, right. and there was a lot of self doubt. Um, and then just kind of reassess, like had a lot of self talk over the weekend, and like re strategized with my coach, and then came back on Monday and just like had a perfect workout, mm-hmm. or just for like, and it's those two movements are not very. Well, dumbbell snatches are fine, but burpees have never been a strength of mine. So, um, yeah, and I think I placed, like, top 30 in the region in that workout. So it was a really cool, cool moment for me. Um, Worst is probably the 14.1. It was, like, 14.1, 16.1. Like, it was 21, 18, 15, 12, 9, 6, 3 thrusters. Oh, 0.5, Yes, and, four, and, five, and sixteen, five. five. Yeah, and just that one took a piece of my soul. Like pain cave. Pain cave, yeah. and at the like it being the fifth workout, and in two thousand sixteen, again, uh, regionals. We knew, or I was on a team, and we knew like we had to place really well in that workout in order to qualify. Or it was kind of like mm-hmm. in. Um, I didn't do, I think I was just, like, emotionally and physically spent by week five and just, like, didn't do well um, and redid it and didn't do as well as I needed to. And, again, I end up in tears a lot uh, <laughs> after. But it was just so, like, the the pressure that I put on myself um, and, f- and just feeling not great the whole time. Yeah, so, and, and yeah. a little bit of more background on that too you were part of a team that was trying to qualify for regionals right which at that time was the next step in yep. the crossfit game season and, and you participating on a team was at the time six people six right? people and yeah. so your score counted towards or at least some makeup of three guys and three girls from the gym your score counted towards the overall score of the rank of the team in yep. order to put you on the regionals so I mean, it was a very, it was an individual workout, but your score mattered so much for, for your team. For the team. Yeah. So. so it was, yeah, there was a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's been, and, and most of you, I mean, every, well, maybe not everybody listening, but one thing that's been super special for me the past couple of years is my dad's been my judge <laughs> for, <Yes>. uh, <laughs> so all awesome. of, all of the open workouts, um, since like, I think 2016. So for the last like three years two years um 
Yes, yeah, so that's fit. I mean, he comes to every every workout I do and redo, and so it's been something like super special that we've kind of shared together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. That's, those and are he's nice. followed the leaderboard for you. He knows more about the girls I am competing against <laughs> than I know. My dad knows more about CrossFit than anybody, and That's he awesome. doesn't do CrossFit. <laughs> um, so he's an accountant. He is. Or in finance. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he's got a little bit of an analytical mind. Very much. There are a lot of spreadsheets. Super helpful. Yeah. Man after my own heart. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> awesome. Um, Jesse, favorite, least favorite, memorable. Yeah. Uh, so I'll start with favorite. It was that snatch chest bar ladder. Oh yeah. Um, I think that was seventeen something. Yeah, that was our first open here, right at Tell. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I remember I was with a friend that night, and there was like a group text with uh, a bunch of us from the gym talking about open workouts as they got announced, and uh, I remember. It was either you or someone else said something like, oh, Jesse and Cam, you guys are going to crush this one. So like I said that. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, you know, I mean, with the Open, uh, for me, it was always a way to, you know, challenge myself. But I, I also knew realistically, like, it was just five weeks of workouts, you know, so I didn't have any regionals pressure or anything like that. Uh, but I still remember when we were gearing up for that workout and you were like, all right, here you go. Uh, I just felt a little bit extra pressure on that one. And uh, it just was a really cool workout with the way it flowed and kind of the elimination style, you know, that yep. you have to keep going and you have to hit the heavy snatches and just was a, a sweet moment for sure. Yeah, I, w I will never forget that because your cheeks were like at your temples after you were smiling. <laughs> I think it was 225 was the weight. Yep. And everybody was kind of watching you, and, and you hit it, and, man, your smile was so big. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, that was oh, – I mean <laughs> Like, in my head, I'm picturing you, like, stopping the workout and, like, smiling and looking around the room. <laughs> I know that's not how it happened, but that's how I picture it in my head. Yeah, totally. Oh, it was it was so awesome, that yeah. workout. Um, really memorable. I don't really know what to say for least, least favorite. I, I Honestly, I would say that the thruster burpee one was – pretty high up there too that was the first year doing the open and mm. man that one smoked me it kicked my butt that was one of those workouts where i sat there and just you get a little daisy you know you don't really yeah. know what's going on anymore you're like wow <laughs> what happened yeah so yeah. yeah but besides that it's just you know yeah um so kind of moving into like preparation and, and a little bit of mindset more so let's talk about kind of the physical aspect of it like Every year the Open is um, a test, and hopefully it's a new test of, of some recurring things and some different things. But, like, what's a specific example? And actually, I'll give my first because I haven't talked in a while. So, um, because we touched on it earlier, like, the muscle-up workout came up, and I destroyed my hands. But as soon as my hands healed, I think I took 30 days after that where I had muscle-ups, but I had zero capacity in them. Mm -hmm. And for 30 days, I just stretched tried to meet meet the day of muscle up total so by day 15 i did 15 muscle ups over the course of the day so i mean that like i think i did like 10 before i coached and then i coached and then went back and did five and then by day 30 it was you know i was starting to string some together i was doing sets of three to five and was able to knock them out pretty quick and then i should have kept going but i didn't 
because I thought I was cool by that time and because <laughs> I could do muscle-ups then. That's a really cool way to work out. Yeah, it is. But, but as far as like a super high-skill gymnastics movement, that was something that I did. And I think I revisited that um, before the next Open, too, just to make sure I was kind of brushed up on it. But mm-hmm. do you guys have any specific exa- examples of kind of what you've either learned from the Open or ways that you've prepared prior to the Open, like on a specific skill? Or no, just general fitness. Uh, I th- I mean, yeah, or recently, or I don't, I remember, I'm like, hmm, I cried a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> back to like, huh, um, so again, like looking back at specific workouts where, like that muscle up workout where it, there will be workouts that leave you super frustrated. Um, and it's deciding what you want to do with that after. So like you like taking the muscle ups, like, um, 2015, there was a, or the handstand pushup, the first year, the handstand pushups were in the open. Um, I was like, well, you know, I can do handstand pushups. I'm okay at them. Like not a problem. And they introduced the new standard and, um, it just crushed me. Um, that year, I think it was, was that the three, six, nine, 12? That was, yeah, it was a ladder with, with power cleans. Yeah. yeah. So the power clean weight was heavy and I was like, okay, this is going to be a great workout for me. Mm-hmm. Terrible. And like, again, went to the back corner and cried for a long time. Uh, <laughs> just so many tears. Uh, and like then spent the next year or, you know, like working on handstand pushups. Like it's very easy um, and then, you know, in recent years, I've have a individual coach who we've been like hammering weaknesses. That's pretty much all I do now is just things I'm not good at um, that show up in the open that tend to, you know, give you some trouble. But it's it's deciding, you know, you can be frustrated and and then not do them for another year and then continue to be frustrated every year or like take that that frustration and just be like okay kind of like what you did or just like I'm gonna you know for the next year this is my focus um it's okay that it's a weakness right now but it's not going to be um so it's just yeah like knowing that you're at this point and not being okay with it and wanting to get better so like I feel like a lot of people get trapped into the well I didn't get a muscle up this year and then there are all those jokes like you know, a month before the open, then it's like time to start practicing my muscle ups again. It's like, you're not going to get one if you haven't, sorry, that's rough, but like, if you haven't been practicing them, you're probably not going to get one. I mean, you maybe miraculously will, but like, right. And, and I think, uh, you know, part of, part of it for me at that time was, you know, I was coaching, but I was relatively still young to coaching, but you guys would both echo this too. If, if you are in a situation like that, coaches are happy to meet with you to kind of lay out a program that's designed for a specific skill. But for me, that year with the muscle-ups, it was so fresh in my mind. <laughs> and like, you know, my hands were still bloody in some yeah. ways where I wanted to get right onto it to be proactive because I knew if I could establish the skill early in the year that then that was now a skill that I could work on all year long mm-hmm. rather than just saying like, well, I won't need them again until the open comes back up. You know, maybe I'll pick this up in six months. Like, it was motivating for me right then. You know, mm-hmm. it was a kick in the pants of, hey, I need to actually, like, 
try to eliminate this thing so that it can keep progressing throughout the year rather than just like cramming for a test you know mm-hmm. even though i was the pinnacle of the procrastinator in school fitness is a little bit different, a little different. It's changed the game yeah huh? uh just anything yeah. as far as specific examples for well i thought yeah andy did a great job of covering uh some of the skill portions you know with the open there's just a lot of intense metcons so yep. not just being able to do the movement but being able to do the movement you know when you're breathing super hard your heart rate's through the roof so i think just maybe adding a little bit extra conditioning as the weeks lead up to the open will just help get you uh prepped well i mean last year joe was giving me some really great creative uh accessory pieces that really i feel like helped quite a bit you know something where uh like an example would be uh like every three minutes uh doing a certain amount of calories on the bike rower and double unders and just keeping that consistent and getting used to you know continually working with the super high heart rate uh i think that helps the conditioning quite a bit so maybe just adding a little bit of that as the weeks lead up to the open too yeah and i think Mm -hmm. for some people it's learning how to pace and (laughs) for other people it's learning to not pace and so pieces like that can be super helpful whether it's the intent of holding a specific you know strokes per minute or rpms or whatever it is or on the flip side go as fast as possible and then try to recover as much as you can and those are both great things to address specifically before the open comes up um uh one of the things that i've just kind of worked on myself this year is if you are training specifically for the open there's a place and time for every progression like throughout the year and understanding how long it takes to build a skill or build strength versus how long it takes to build conditioning Mm -hmm. so conditioning is something that you can make a big difference in probably three to four weeks of like serious commitment and like trying to implement that but it's very hard to build enough strength to be super noticeable specifically in the open in three to four weeks or build a skill in three to four weeks like that takes six months or eight months or a full year of really committing yourself to it to get noticeable change so just to kind of wrap up that point okay so as far as kind of mindset and and this kind of moves into more advice that we would give to athletes but how do you feel like your mindset has changed this year, both with the changes in the open, but just more so as maturing as an athlete? You know, Andy, this is number six. Mm-hmm. And Jesse, this is number four. Yep. So having gone through the open and being somewhat of an open veteran, um, how you feel like every year you've kind of developed a little bit more, maybe understood yourself a little bit more? Who wants to start? I feel like Andy's going to talk about tears again. Right. <laughs> I may start crying yeah. right now. It's fine. <laughs> Boys are like, oh, gosh, what? Please, uh, please don't go down. I don't know what, what to do. do. <laughs> please don't Classic. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different this year. It's, I mean, I feel really relaxed going into it, uh, mostly just because of the Iron Man stuff that's kind of been – I don't know if a distraction is the right word, but just another probably know, area your big, of focus. bigger focus. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean that's like why I'm having these dreams because I don't <laughs> want to show up that day and not finish. You know, <laughs> that's or that's drown. A scary thought. <laughs> yeah, or that. <laughs> or <laughs> but not finishing is worse. <laughs> 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 um, so, and there's two of them this year too. So it's just like, what the heck? Two it's opens. Yeah, two yeah, opens. It's like, wow, you haven't even done one half Ironman yet, and you. <laughs> there's yeah. <laughs> 
So it's, uh, you know, I actually, in a way, forgot about it a little bit. Obviously, you know, it's always early in the year. But um, what reminded me the Open was coming up was the fact that, you know, you put up a post recently that was like, hey, the Open's two weeks away or whatever it was. It's like, oh, wow, <laughs> here it is. You yeah. know, it's yeah. back again. So pretty relaxed, um, excited, and should be a good time. Yeah, and I think um, more a little bit more to that point, like – I feel like the changes a little bit have have been good for just keeping things in perspective. And you have a very real thing of of the Ironman coming up, and so it's much more of a focus for you than these five weeks of workouts. Right. Like, you can put as much effort into the workouts as you want, but ultimately your focus is still on training for this more specific goal rather than just these five weeks. Yep, you know, for mm -hmm. sure. Um, my mindset, uh, is completely different this year <laughs> than in years past, um, with the changes, um, to the, the competition season, it's really affected, um, my training and my mindset just in general, um, and trying to figure out what's next. Um, for me in the past three, four opens, um, the goal has always been regionals um, and qualifying for the next step. Um, first as a team. First as a team, yep. Um, last year, uh, long story, but my team kind of fell, dissolved like two weeks before. Um, we had a really good shot at making it to regionals and just dissolved like two weeks before the Open, so kind of thrust into doing it as an individual and just like – seeing how far I could get and and what, you know, there was an outside shot of potentially making it as an individual um, at regionals, just had a few more weaknesses to wrap up. But um, now with regionals not being a thing, um, the Open has definitely a different meaning to me and kind of the same way or along the same lines with Jesse, like I totally actually forgot, not forgot, but um, like in years past, I'd be stressing about it. I'd at this point be doing probably two days, um, really, really focusing on, you know, everything leading up to it. Um, and I am not doing that this year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's definitely different. Um, the plan for me is, I mean, and it's, I'm, I'm excited because like I said, 2014 was probably my best year mindset wise. Um, cause I was so ignorant or like, so naive to like what it was. Um, but there's just been so much pressure and stress, um, the last couple of years that it's not a fun five weeks for me. Um, it's a retest or like a test you most, um, uh, you know, test retest Thursday or Friday and then retest it again on Monday. Like you spend the whole weekend stressing. You can talk to Chris, my husband, he hates, <laughs> he dislikes this time as well. I'm not really a fun person to be around. So um, I'm really excited for the next or for this open just because I'm going to actually get to enjoy um, like doing the workouts. I'm going to do them once probably like either, you know, Marcus and I and some coaches will throw down on Thursday nights and do the workout or Friday night lights, whatever works, but just like enjoying working out again so yeah. there are positives yeah. to it so i'm really excited about that yeah and i think i think it's hard um without really understanding the open or having gone through the open before for somebody new right it's hard to know how much to care and and i think the big difference to understand is there's 
there's a difference between caring about a workout maybe a little bit more than how you care about a class workout Mm -hmm. and then there's a difference with like losing your mind and and maybe caring too much right and and losing perspective over it yeah and i think you've probably had to straddle that line a lot over the past couple years with just like caring enough about the workout to try to do your best but not caring so much that you start to lose yourself over the past or or over the course of the five weeks yeah and i definitely there have been years where i don't do well with that yeah (laughs) or like yeah the balance is not there yeah and it's hard with an athlete like yourself with you know being on a team your score counting every single week or being on the cusp of potentially making regionals count to make a team or you know that was that was one year that was a good year yeah what did you just say uh 2016 the scores it was team is stressful and drama filled but um or 2017 like um, how well you did how well i did determined if i was going to make the regional team or not that went to regionals. that went to regionals yeah. we knew we were going to send a team that year mm-hmm. and it did how so that added another layer of stress right. too which is not needed right. totally. in the open yeah and ultimately for myself i want to beat my prior rank from years past and i have every year which has been awesome that's good this year we'll see <laughs> i mean it's, it's very dependent on like you know the turnout we th- we talked about this earlier andy the turnout may or may not be bigger more specifically for our region just because of the changes so mm-hmm. it's hard to know exactly how it's all going to shake up um but I, I think there's a difference between like having a healthy mindset of going in and trying to do your best, but then also, you know, like going home and having dreams about it. Like I don't, I don't think people yeah. need to care that much about the open. Yeah. Like it. Ultimately, you have to establish your why. Right. And and for me, it's every year I I want to try to do better. But I think on a bigger level, it's participating in the global CrossFit community and also within our TAL community too. Mm -hmm. And hopefully setting a good example throughout that process. Um, This wasn't one of the questions that we maybe rehearsed, but do you guys feel like you've established why this year, like you have something that kind of comes to mind as far as your approach to the open this year? Sorry, put you on the spot. Now you got to come up with a super big (laughs) wisdom nugget. (laughs) Yeah. Philosophical why? Uh, I mean, for me, it's definitely changed. Uh, Or I don't know if I have, or the why for me this year is probably just like, um, trying to go back to why and how I first found joy in the sport. Um, sometimes or in the competitive realm, um, you have you're so focused on one specific goal that you some your why can change or it remains the same but you're so like dialed in that you forget and sometimes it's not as fun um so for me it's um I fell in love with CrossFit just because it was a way to challenge myself like it was a way to improve uh how I felt about myself physically and mentally and like I enjoyed the community um so I'm really excited this year to like be a part of it because in years past just with goals I haven't really been able to be a part of the community during this process Mm 
So I'm really excited for that. Yeah, totally. I think that's huge, you know, just remembering uh, why you started CrossFit. And I mentioned earlier that everything was just becoming stale and CrossFit has so much to work on that there's all these new ways to challenge yourself. And uh, this year, really, I have a relaxed approach going into the Open and I guess really just be part of the community and um, – that's really it, you know, have a good time with it. Don't get worked up about it. Do the workouts once and call it a day and enjoy the five weeks and, you know, go back to the drawing board and see what things went well this year and what didn't go well. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, going back to uh, the open workout where I beat Andy, <laughs> and which, by the way, she crushed me when she retested it. <laughs> but let's talk about when I actually beat her. Um, I remember being – that workout was 50-40 – 30 2010 dumbbell snatches yep and in then between 15 burpee box jumps oh. yep Bur burpee box jump overs yep i think it went up so it went 10 20 oh, right. yeah it progressed yep. higher yep. yep i remember being on my set of 40 probably on the burpees after that and kind of getting towards the end but really when it like just sucks mm -hmm. you know and you're just running out of juice and i remember thinking to myself like i think i'd watched a video or something that day but just my perspective of it was when it got even suckier, like when I kind of went to that dark place of thinking of what a, basically what a privilege it was that my body moved the way it did, mm -hmm. you know, even though I'm, <laughs> even though I'm dying hurting. in this workout yeah. and hurting, that still was a, a conscious effort to push myself to that point, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that was a lot of hard work to get to that point, like hard work to know that I can push my body that hard, but also that like, wow, I have four limbs that move pretty well yeah. you know and it, I have the capacity to to jump over a 24 inch box you know or I I can move a 50 pound dumbbell up overhead fairly easily and I think if you keep that mindset throughout the open of of realizing basically what a privilege it is not only for our bodies to be able to do what it does but also to be in the community that we're in mm -hmm. it, I think it makes the open go a lot smoother too yeah I, th I think people you know the open has a big you know people are like the opener is coming and it has a big just like air about it and it can be it's a mindset mm -hmm. like you said or you know just it's a it's how we approach it and you know people get very worked up about it but in at the end of the day like I think a coach once told me like it's just another workout mm -hmm. you do workouts every day this mm -hmm. is no different. It just has, you know, you're maybe competing at Friday Night Lights against someone, but that's also a really cool thing for people who maybe won't ever compete or, like, or potentially want to compete but are, like, want to try it out here before they do, like, go to a real competition. Um, it's a really cool way, really, like, uh, non-intimidating environment yeah. to be supported um, there will be moments where, you know, you, you accomplish things that you didn't think you were able to, or just have moments of gratitude where you realize like, man, I just did that. Or like, I can lift a 50 pound dumbbell over my head or, yeah. and then there will be moments of frustration or like a workout will come up where you're like, I don't like that. Or that's not good for me. Um, I can't do this X movement. And like we talked about, like, um, not being discouraged or looking at it as, well, I can't do it. 
you can't do it yet yes. or you know like the like use put a yet on like and trick. use that as your as your goal like mm-hmm. i don't have it yet but that's what the opens for maybe in october you will have that movement totally. um and that's why or i mean i think people should do it or the general masses because then from year to year you can look back and be like like for you mm-hmm. like that year muscle ups didn't go well next year i bet muscle ups I may, oh, well, there were bar muscle-ups, but, and, I, by the <laughs> and way, I'm I sure you crushed the one. bar muscle-ups. Yeah, yeah so, <laughs> like, you know, and for me, like, the next year that handstand push-ups came up, I crushed, or, like, for me, like, saw a huge improvement, and each year you see improvements on the movements that you continue to work on, so mm-hmm. we can be really hard on ourselves and, and, you know, get down on the negatives of things, but just trying to keep a positive perspective um, throughout yeah. the Open is super helpful yeah and use the challenge as motivation right and yeah. not to be discouraged by it absolutely because there's always going to be something like jesse said like in crossfit there's always something you need to work on mm-hmm. and you can and you can use that as you can be discouraged by it or you can use that as a motivator mm-hmm. so totally. cool i think that's a good place to wrap up thanks guys for coming on yeah. talcast yeah. number 11 jesse's first Jesse's learned first so time. much about Jesse today, the too. Dutch boxer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, good luck in the open. Have fun with it this year. Um, we have sign-ups at the front desk for those that want to do Friday Night Lights. Uh, we look forward to it coming up. Um, first Friday Night Lights is on the 22nd. Last one's on the 22nd of March. And we'll wrap up with most likely a little potluck or some sort of party at the end. So have a good time. Enjoy the open. Uh, talk to any coaches if you need to help kind of prepare a little bit more um but thanks guys for listening to this last 45 minutes